This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. Hey, Paul. Hey, Rich. Now this is podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Had that in the bag Uh, since yesterday. Since yesterday. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Guys, we're going to talk about the Phantom Menace. The Phantom Menace. The Phantom Menace. The Menace, which is a phantom. Yeah, which, I mean, what is the Phantom Menace to you? What does that title mean? I, I always took it to mean like that that there was that there was exposure of a new threat, but it wasn't it was not uncovered and revealed yet. So it had that phantom quality to it. Fair that the, Je- that the Jedi um the Jedi kind of knew the Jedi kind of knew that there was something they during during the course of this film they got to know that something kooky was going on but right. they couldn't put their fingers on it that, so it, it was phantom that yeah. was how i always interpreted the title hidden in the darkness or hidden yeah. in yeah. shadows or something yeah. yeah absolutely yeah yeah okay what about so, you what about what about what about you that's kind of how i took it as well okay. something something hidden in the shadows something kind of off to the side something that was obviously not good yeah, I mean, you don't call something a menace if it's not good, unless it's Dennis the menace. <laughs> he's good, right? Not really. He's. I mean, he's a menace, but yeah, menace That's to society. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe not. Okay, look, just yeah. So it was just bad. It, it just seemed like something, something hidden, something that was you know like whatever, whatever was to be revealed over the course of the trilogy was the way I took it. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's kind of the beginning it's going to be yeah, we're going to yeah. kind of unfurl as we go i assumed it was going to be vader or something along those lines right turns out it's much bigger than that but whatever you saw this in theaters right yeah i saw it two or three times i think and you know back when so this was 98 or 99 what was it Ni- 99 yeah 99 mm-hmm. so i would have been a senior in high school i remember going to it during high school i mean not during the school day but like during high school, during high school. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd gone during the day. Probably should have looking back now. I should have fucking cut class and gone to see it, but why not? Right. I, I should have cut class to do a number of things, but anyway, <laughs> like I remember the first, cause I, I had no, back then I was not, I had no depth on film or movies at all. I was not a movie buff. I just watched movies. Just sure. Blah, blah. I don't yeah. know how else to put it. I just watched them and then I was done with them in my head. I didn't think much on them really back then. Sure. But I was a Star Wars fan still, and I'd seen all the Star Wars films, and I, you know, I was excited like anybody was that there was going to be more Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And so I went to the film, and I kind of remember going. The first time I saw it, I was a little mystified. <laughs> I didn't I don't know if I hated it so much as I was like am I am I missing a tonal thing here yeah <laughs> you know and then the lightsaber duel happened and all was well because right. because until that point nothing like that had happened in Star Wars right yeah and that lightsaber duel changed everything for me in terms of okay I'll watch this again 
okay. because sure. that that this the action of that sequence was what I sort of in my head imagined that like Jedi lightsaber fights would be more like. Okay, was something like that. Sure. In other other words, in, in my head, the New Hope Empire Return of the Jedi lightsaber battles didn't ring great to me even back when right as as like that feels really awkward and weighty and weird and not and not like technically precise like you'd think a jedi would be you know and like yeah. it had that stuff so when i saw the lightsaber fight at the end i was like ah yes sweet do yeah. that <laughs> do more of that yeah. but then the second and third time i saw it it started to sink into me i was like it almost felt like a weird feeling in my stomach of like, do I think this is a bad movie? <laughs> I think nice. this might be a bad movie. <laughs> but I it didn't it didn't like irk me. I just was like, I love the lightsaber fight. The rest is kind of whatever. Oh, right. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of how I held it in my head. It wasn't until Attack of the Clones that I was like, oh, this is what we're gonna have now is bad movies. <laughs> star bad, wars is gonna be bad movies now. star wars is bad movies now oh no <laughs> well was i missing that before you know what i mean but but tell me but tell me about your experience because you I, were you were deeper into star wars at that point than me yeah yeah i'm uh, sure for sure yeah. i mean i read i've read star wars books yeah the limited yeah. amount that had come out by that point i saw this i remember my first memory of this is i remember when the trailer came out and I was working in the, what the hell do they call it? The AV, the AV lab. That's what I was working in. I was working in the AV lab and we downloaded. Oh, at Concordia. Yeah, Concordia. Yeah. It was my, it was my senior year of college. Right. And we, we downloaded the QuickTime, remember QuickTime kids? Yeah. The QuickTime version of it. It was about, eh, you know, a three and a half inch yeah. rectangle. Yeah. Yeah. And I watched that trailer probably a hundred times. I was going to say, it must be something like that. Because if, if I had had a copy like that, I would have watched it a hundred times for sure. Yeah, I watched it a lot. And back then I used to collect movie trailers. I would download movie trailers and collect them on my my, my Concordia PC, a laptop. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. my senior or my junior year, I think, was the first year that we had laptops there, that we became Laptop mm-hmm. University. And right. uh, I thought it was just so cool. So I changed all the sounds on my laptop to be like 2001 yeah. sounds, you know, like yeah. you know, HAL 9000 or whatever. And I downloaded a bunch of movie trailers. And that one is the one. Yeah. That, if it had been on a tape, it would have gotten worn out. But yeah. I was absolutely in awe that we were going to get Star Wars and we were going to see how Darth Vader evolved. Mm-hmm. And we were there opening night. I went with. I want to say I went with a guy named Jason Moran. Do you know Jason Moran? Oh, yeah. Jason. Yeah, I know Jason. Yeah. yeah. I went with Jason and a few other people. And we went opening night, I'm pretty sure. And we had... No, no, no. I didn't go with Jason. I talked to Jason afterwards. Who did I go <clears throat> with? I can't remember who I went with. I talked sure. to Jason about it afterwards. And... and regardless we went opening night and we were sitting in the right dead center in the theater i was one of those people that i had to sit right in the middle so that i got the audio and i got the perfect shot on the you know perfect angle on the screen blah 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 right because i'm a film nerd and i was complete this movie did it 
I didn't feel a Star Warsiness until that lightsaber battle. Right. And even then it didn't feel like the Star Wars that I knew. It felt like an extension of that, which I guess technically it is. Sure. But I really liked the I really liked the lightsaber battle. Yeah. Everybody yeah. everybody loved the lightsaber battle. Everybody loved I mean, it. Yeah. There was cheering constantly yeah. during it. Yeah. And after the movie was over and the credits rolled, I remember sitting there and thinking to myself, was was that Star Wars? Is that is that what this is? And I, I you know I saw it a few more times in theater and on on video back when we had VHS tapes, right? And I knew I didn't like it. Yeah. By about by about the third time, I knew I didn't like it. So, not to preview my thoughts too much, but I knew that there were major narrative problems with the movie things that didn't make sense things that they felt like they were just kind of shoehorned in Mm. and for me the lightsaber duel wasn't enough to it wasn't enough of a draw to make me want to see that movie anymore by the time i got to that last viewing i hadn't i haven't seen this movie it's probably been 15 years since i've seen this movie I don't I mean, know I've, whether that's been that long for me or not. I've, wa- I've watched bits of it, you know, yeah, okay. like clips yeah. like I watched. I, I'll yeah. go on YouTube and watch the lightsaber battle. Oh, sure. Yeah. But I don't want to sit through the whole movie. I already sat yeah. through this. But so, yeah, so it was it was tough for me because I was so excited about Star Wars. And I knew that like most of the books that I had read had like a real Star Wars feel to them. Yeah. And this yeah, felt man. like this felt like laurel and hardy meet star wars remember that like uh or abbott and costello meet star wars you remember the old yeah. abbott and costello meet the wolfman movies yeah. or whatever yeah that's what this felt like to me because jar jar and i'm not trying to blame ahmed best he's not his fault he was just reading what he was given he was just acting what he was given george lucas i feel like went off the deep end with the goofy bullshit yeah. in this movie to a degree that i don't think i could go with him you know and in, like, in an attack of the clones, he did the same thing. There, like, there was something, something about George Lucas understood that the weirdness of the Star Wars universe is part of what makes it work. Right. But the execution of that vis-a-vis Jar Jar Binks mm-hmm. is an is a complete fucking disaster. Yeah. A complete and utter disaster. Yeah. And I mean, like, thanks for your hot take, Paul. 23 years later but I mean, you can but, say the same thing about me dude i mean yeah, we're, yeah. we're like you know we're but not saying a, anything a, that people haven't a, talked about it's know? a completely it's, it's it's so and like it's not just jar jar Mm-mm. obviously but also some of the things that pe- that happen in and around jar jar too like qui-gon without knowing jar jar mm-hmm. is a fucking dick to him right away yeah he's a <laughs> fucking dick to jar jar yeah right away that doesn't calls, seem very jedi like calls him brainless yeah like within like one sentence of meeting him is like you know brainless blah, blah, blah. i don't remember yeah. what he said but i wrote down that he called him brainless he's a mm-hmm. fucking dick to jar jar yeah and um, then he and obi-wan bully him into taking them yeah taking him to the you know he put they they bully jar jar into risking his life yeah and then and then there's other things too like padme sees jar jar for the first time 
and this 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 i can't like i never caught it before but, but i was thinking about it this time <laughs> she goes she goes she goes you're gungan aren't you yeah and i was like what the fuck else fucking, could he be <laughs> fucking duh he's the, he is the he's clearly a member of the other sentient species on your planet yeah. and you go you're gungan aren't you what the fuck else could he be i mean it's shitty writing at least at the absolute least it's shitty writing it's a it's kind of a it's kind of a like it makes it makes padme look like an idiot i have the more i thought about that the more i think about some things too about gungans and humans yeah so so think about this obi-wan says at some point he says to Jar Jar or to Boss Nass, I think he's like, you guys have a symbiotic relationship on this planet, you know, about, right. about, about yeah. the youngest and the humans. But then I was like, are the humans on Naboo indigenous to Naboo? Ooh, or are they colonizers? They are colonizers. Oh my God. Right? They might be. I mean, be. it almost has to be because like, can you imagine humans evolving on two separate planets like that's that's a statistical impossibility right, right. like y- you could i could i could expect or accept another humanoid species coming to the world but like in the star wars universe even in the star wars universe humans have an origin planet whether it's coruscant or whatever i don't know but like right. humans too spread out from somewhere right they sure. don't just they don't just it's not like all of the planets in the galaxy are seated with humans and they just, humans just emerge there out of nowhere. Right. On Naboo, humans are the colonizers. Oh. You know? So, so, and, and then did you notice too? The Jar Jar's like, oh, they're not in the city anymore. We have to go to the sacred place or the, the sacred meeting place or whatever that the fucking, the Gungans have, right? That was on so land. They go there and it was, on, it was on land, but, also, yeah, all of the statues and stuff like there. What were what species were they? Oh shit, they were human. That's all of weird. the giant heads in the in the Gungan sacred place. Yeah, were, were human. What the fuck is that so, about? So was it a Gungan sacred place, or was it like the last vestige of a sacred place that they could keep that had been colonized by humans in the past? Ugh. Right F- from from what were Gungan sacred places before? Jar Jar is part of a colonized species. Yikes. So you could, you could, oh man, you could look at this as that westward expansion thing in the US, right? Where like, where like we basically pushed the tribes further and further west. And then we started putting them in pens and putting them on, you know, on reservation. Yeah. Yeah. And you could because argue that, like, they maybe at one point had been like land based, a land based culture that could they, still Gungans, Gungans can can breathe out of water. They have a sacred place that's out mm. of water. Like, they are amphibious creatures. They don't just live in water. Right. In fact, their underwater cities are dry. Yeah. Right. When you when go you there, them, yeah. you go in the bubble and you're dry. And yeah. I was like, that, that's kind of dumb too. Like, like one of those shield generators goes down and like all of your shit is just wrecked then, <laughs> you know oh, man oh no the sacred gungan texts <laughs> the, so, <yeah. laughs> so anyway they live underwater because probably because sometime in the past 
you know, 2000 years ago, they were forced to right. by the humans. Right. So, yeah. And also, did you notice that Gungans have a life debt system? Yeah. Like Just the Wookiees. like Wookiees. Yeah. Just like another colonized species what in the, Star Wars. What the fuck? Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. You're a Gungan, aren't you? Yeah. Yes, of course he's a fucking Gungan. <laughs> what else what else could he be? You know, what would have been funnier is if Charger was like just like blatantly sarcastic every time. Oh, yeah. What gave that away? <laughs> that by the way, that would have made a way better character too. Right? If it was that yeah, snarky, so, sarcastic, yeah. Gungan, half frog guy, whatever. So, so there's that. Then, touching on some of the other things we've talked about over the over the last couple of years yeah. of doing this podcast and the Jedi's relationship to the the Senate and to the Republic. So, at the very beginning, the Supreme Chancellor personally dispatched two Jedi, yeah, to to Naboo to, to negotiate. Like, but they're supposed to be separate, aren't they? Separate, yeah, yeah like. So the, the chancellor can just be like, I want two Jedi over there right now. Do it. Do it, Jedi <laughs> Council. Do it. Yeah. And they they just do it. Are the Jedi empowered to negotiate on behalf of the Republic? Seems like it. Seems like it. Seems who, like they are. Who, who, do, how did they get that position? What what are they empowered to offer? <laughs> right? Well, it's uh, a... Tri- it, okay. Qui-Gon says that the trade dispute is trivial to begin with. But then it also comes out later that the Senate approved the blockade. If the Senate approved the blockade, is, see, what are they investigating? This is what this are they is negotiating? The, this is the mistake and the nightmare of the of the political angle that these yeah. movies tried to do. Yeah. To sort of have here's how Palpatine sort of pulled the strings or whatever. Like, God damn it, George. Just like <laughs> Like, just vomit the idea out and have somebody else write it. I know. Good I know. God. See, I think I think he was at his best when he had when he had. I mean, think about like the Indiana Jones movies. He didn't write those. He wrote the story and he handed it off to you know somebody else who yeah. wrote the screenplay. Yeah, Lawrence Kasdan. And it's like you know. Think of how much better these prequels could have been if yeah. he had done that. Yeah, it feels like this is George Lucas. This is George Lucas unleashed. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this. I mean, we've I know we've said this too, but this is like this is like some cool ideas just just delivered on a plate of shit. Yeah, you know. So yeah. uh, speaking of speaking of Padme being a dumbass about Gungans, <laughs> yeah. Did you notice too that in the beginning? So in the beginning, Obi Wan and Qui Gon they attempt to poison them and then they fight off and like hack a bunch of battle droids to bits mm-hmm. and then they're escaping and they climb up the ventilation thing yeah. and they kind of clamber up behind some crates and yeah. they're looking out and and here's what qui-gon says to obi-wan qui-gon goes battle droids as if as if they hadn't just <laughs> sabered like 30 of them in half right like two minutes ago right yes battle droids what like you just <laughs> murdered a pile of them on the way to this room you can't be surprised that there are battle droids when you just summarily executed a bunch of them on the way to this place right multiple that's versions not, of them that's too. not that's that's not you can't be like 
oh, how surprising they're battle jacked. <laughs> no, they you just you just so walked, shocking. You just you just like dusted yourself off from the corpses of yeah. like thirty of them that you just killed. Right. That's God. This movie. I know. It, the writing is so fucking clunky, it, and that's the thing. Like things. I mean, there's things that just don't make sense. Yeah. Like later on, they're going to they're going to escape with Padme. They they <laughs> take her to Tatooine, and I get the feeling that Qui Gon knew that Padme was the queen. The 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 she knew. Yeah, yeah. The queen was like uh, this 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 doofus right here is the queen. Yeah, right. But Obi Wan has no inkling. Obi Wan was like. Oh, Oh my god! Yeah, I know. and Qui Gon never clues him into that. Why? Why wouldn't he yeah. tell his apprentice? Look, this is actually the queen. I, I want you to understand like, what's going be on. Be cool, okay. bro. Yeah, hey, chill yeah. out. Like Anakin, I get Anakin going. What I get, but like Obi Wan doing the what face, mm-hmm. I don't understand that. I don't understand why his master would keep that information from him. It's not like it's not. I mean, it's privileged information, sure, but it's not like. He's not there to defend her anyway, right? Because think about it this way. They get into a big fight and then Padme gets killed. And Obi-Wan's just like, well, I was over here doing this when I could have been protecting Padme. Yeah. So now the queen's dead because Obi-Wan wasn't, you know, focused. Because he, he didn't know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Did you so also how notice that are you protecting her? This, this, is, this, this is absurd on so many levels too, because like when they go to meet the Gungans, like the whole crew, when they come mm-hmm. back to Naboo, right, and they meet the Gungans in the sacred place, yeah, and the person who's got the painted face, you know, the the Kira Knightley character, right, is like, I'm the queen of Naboo, you know, and she starts, <laughs> she's she's doing her thing, right, and then like one sentence into it, Padme's like, out of my way, bitch, I'm the real <laughs> queen, yeah, the, like, did that matter? Why did that have to happen that way? It didn't like it yeah, didn't, it didn't it didn't matter. No. It didn't matter that she revealed herself no. because everything that she said, the fake queen could have said. Right. And and you wouldn't have this layer of now of like, so when am I talking to the real queen? And <laughs> when am I talking to somebody with no power? I think I get what you he know? was going for there though. I think what he was going for there was trying to establish a bond of trust with the Gungans at that point. But why have her start talking and then jump in? Why not just have Padme come yeah. to the front and say, look, she's just posing. I'm the queen, the, right? The, like, and like, like, if, if, if that's, but see, yeah, so I, I totally get that. Yeah. If that's true, you just also gave up the ghost that you can never trust that the person dressed up in queen attire is the real queen of the point. That's a again. really good point. Yeah. You shit. know what I mean? Shit. That's a good point. Yeah. So like deceivers and colonizers. Who knew? Yeah. All wrapped <laughs> up in one of those fucking humans. On damn humans. Sons of bitches. Yeah. So anyway, it's just like this. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. The writing is bad. And 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 they take a break from this pretty mediocre story 
to have a video game for 30 minutes or whatever. Yeah, I wrote down I wrote down about the the the, the pod race thing. Mm-hmm. I think the pod race took it took up entirely too much of this movie. Yeah. Like did. both both the race itself and even the build up to it. You right. know what I mean? Like and then the fallout like, from it too. Yeah, like, and like this was like this was this movie was like a giant Star Wars pod racing the arcade game ad. Yeah, you know what I mean. It really was like that yeah. was the biggest the, the pod race and the build up to it. That was the biggest part of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's a lot of other stuff. This movie's like two two and a half hours long, yeah. but like the pod race took up too much of this film. Far too much. Like too much. I, I nobody told George Lucas no. It what it comes down to. We've talked about this before on the other yeah. two. Nobody told him no. Why didn't anybody just take him and go, George? Come on, Buddy, man. Okay. You gotta, you know, like, I understand you what you're trying to do. You do a director's cut. You can, you cut. can like, buddy, you, you can afford this, but that doesn't mean you should buy it. Like, <laughs> right. I can afford hookers, but it doesn't mean you should buy them. <laughs> whoa, 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 you whoa, know? buddy. You rent hookers. Come on. Yeah. Man. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, he's, well, yeah. <laughs> I can afford the rent on hookers, but that doesn't mean I should pay that rent. <laughs> By the way, did you notice that, like, Sabalba has Twi'lek hookers around him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they like they definitely make that species out to be like the hookers of space. Yeah. Space they really hookers. do. Yeah. yeah. Space oh, hookers, yeah. space exotic dancers, you know. Yeah. Space whatever. trippers. Yeah. 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 Whatever they gotta do. You know, they're just yeah. trying, they're saving money for college, for space college. So did you watch this on Disney Plus or did you watch it like on like Voodoo or something? Disney Plus. Do you remember there being subtitles to like Sebulba and all those other people that were involved. I think so. I don't remember there being subtitles to Sebulba. Do you remember understanding what he said? No. I remember just Anakin responding to him and like him like a specific specifically the spot that I remember not having subtitles is the spot where Jar Jar spits that frog thing out. And it hits Savalba or it falls in his super, whatever. And he attacks Jar Jar mm-hmm. and he grabs him by the throat and he says, Is this yours? In this, like when I was watching it on Disney Plus, that's what the subtitles say. But I don't remember him ever saying that in the movie when I was watching huh. it the first time. Or, you know, they, got me, they got me freaked out because I kind of know. Yeah. And I, I remember Anakin, Anakin, Anakin has a number of lines in Savalba's language. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember him explaining to everybody what was going on. What was going on? But not like, not like being translated. And again, this is not one of those movies that I've seen multiple times. I mean, multiple times, but not recently. You know, the first time right. in probably 15 years was this last watch through. So, yeah. I don't know. It, it just, it was, it was interesting to me because it was, it, and maybe I just haven't been paying attention. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But the, the subtitles being there just kind of threw me. And I thought, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's right. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Did you recently learn to read? <laughs> <laughs> like, like maybe you didn't notice them because, <laughs> because earlier you just could not read. You were illiterate until like a week ago. Right. And then you. Like oh that oh that's what those squigglies are in the bottom of some movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yes. Just like, yeah, just, I like mean, every, yeah. just like every foreign film you've ever watched is a complete mystery to you. <laughs> no, no, because I speak like French and German. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're but I can't read. You're right? like illiterate, but you know like 20 languages. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. oh I just can't read perfect. the translations perfect. of yeah. you know. <laughs> they translated why don't you just listen to it in french yeah like... <laughs> <laughs> so okay so i want to ask you a question yeah do you think that shmi and and anakin had really nice quarters for being slaves yeah slaves mean something weird in this case yeah right? yeah like anakin has like hobbies yeah and stuff and, and like can... stuff and well yeah and a fucking pod racer, by the way. Mm-hmm. It, that's like him having a car that he built in secret that nobody knows about. Yeah. But then when he's like finishing it, everyone in the neighborhood's like, oh, look, Annie's finishing the thing he was doing. <laughs> Even though nobody knew it was, the, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, where, and where, like, if it's in secret, where did he get the parts for this fucking Right. Thing? Right. Where, like, this is the fastest pod racer that the whole world has ever, that the galaxy's ever seen. Right. Where did he get the parts for it? Yeah. Like, where did he get the money for being, the parts? Being being a good pilot doesn't mean your pod goes faster than everybody else. Like, <laughs> you have to buy better shit to make right. that go, right? Yeah. You could be the best F1 driver in the world, but if the other guy's car has 400 more horsepower, right? it only matters in certain times. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like there's nothing you can do. No, and so th- that a slave boy <laughs> has his own droid he's building. Yep, and can can have the fastest pod in the galaxy <laughs> that nobody knows about. Right, right is so utterly bonkers. So so there's that. It's also it's also fucking bonkers to me <laughs> that Shmi even remotely entertains. Yes, Anakin is because because it's one thing that you know what Anakin, it's great that you have these Jedi reflexes. That's great. Yeah, like I don't need to know anything else about you. We did the test. We know you have the reflexes. We're good. Right. In this in this pod race, multiple pod racers die. Yeah, and they are shot at by raiders every lap. And they try to kill Anakin. At least they one of them and, does. And, yeah, and Anakin's thing gets sabotaged. Yeah, and yeah, like they like people die in crashes, and there are child murderers in every race. And Shmi is like, "Well, you know, he's here to help." You know? <laughs> like, like just because he's kind doesn't mean you should like put him in danger of being fucking murdered constantly you know, like if he's like, being running these races I'm, all the time i'm switching my blame for the whole darth vader thing over to shmi skywalker right now i'm with you on this i'm 100 like, percent with you on this should have been should have put her foot down about the pod mm-hmm. race she should have put know. her foot she shouldn't have let anakin make that decision of whether or yeah. not he's going to leave home and go become a jedi <sighs> what that doesn't make any sense he's nine 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 years old and she led him to like if anybody is to blame it is her it's her he asks her permission and she's like well if that's what you gotta do kid i'm gonna be here making stuff you know like and at my hobby table that my yeah doing, yeah but god knows what they're and like space granny squares that's what yeah <laughs> make a blanket for people you know dude 
yeah. space cross-stitching in my head yeah i thought it would be hilarious if there was like a side thing like a like a f story a f makes a lot of sense for this too an f story <laughs> to this movie where like qui-gon and shmi hook up oh yeah you know what i mean like i already i assumed that that's what had happened yeah because there's like it's like nighttime in the desert and <laughs> anakin's anakin's off to bed because he's got a pod race in the morning but right qui-gon's out gazing at the stars and thinking about the future and shmi <laughs> shmi comes to him you know like just like all these things <laughs> pretty sure there's a porn for that dude yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> i mean there's a porn for everything let's be honest. lonely lonely moss Eisley nights or whatever you know <laughs> <laughs> Your Jedi one cup, whatever. Moss Eisley Knights. There we go. Yeah, Moss Eisley Knights. There you go. Moss Eisley Knights. Like yeah. Boogie Knights. Moss Eisley. Yeah. Nights. It's got the. It's got the. I can see it in my head right now. It's got the. It's got the like, the vaporwave aesthetic. You know, it's like. Oh uh, yeah. Moss Eisley, Eisley Knights. Yeah. And Knights. Knights is written in like crayon with an underline in it. Right. Vaporwave colors. You know, like nice. And so, and so it's like a shitty '80s porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic, dude. Perfect. Fantastic. So you gotta keep me warm on these cold Moss Eisley nights. <laughs> I'm here to fix your voice evaporator. <laughs> Is that a spanner in your pocket? <laughs> oh god. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Master Jedi, did you have another lightsaber? <laughs> <laughs> when he gets a boner, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Every thrust, it's. <laughs> oh, yes. And then. <laughs> and then. <laughs> like it goes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit and then oh dude here's oh i got it i got it okay so like so like that the next morning he's like he's like getting out of bed or whatever yeah you know and and he's like and he's like putting some credits on the table right and, and he, but this, no, no but this is what he says he goes he goes republic credits will be fine you know I mean? <laughs> like he like he died my tricks <laughs> Oh, dude. <laughs> I already like this version better than what we have. Yeah. Like, I'd watch this. Like, this, I would, I would love if the Phantom Menace movie was the backdrop for <laughs> Moss Eisley Knights, Colin, the story of Anakin Skywalker, you know? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, did, okay. So you get it. It can be really dark. Now we can make it an independent picture, right? Yeah. Where Anakin sees like Qui Gon put the credits on the table after he's like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, and, and he like sees Qui Gon leave his mom's bedroom and put the credits there, and he's like, "What? What? What did you do? What's going what? on?" <laughs> like, but the, and then he, and then he like and then flashback in his head yeah. to like to like. A month ago, a Mandalorian guy putting credits on the table, <laughs> and then a month before that, like some Aww. transition guy putting things, and then it like it all comes together right in that moment. Yeah, and then Qui Gon looks at him just briefly, like <laughs> as he's walking out the door, and he's like, 
sorry kid this is what this, this is what it is you know, <laughs> he's like no father huh sure no father yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's, right. what I, that's what i that's what i wrote down too is it like maybe sifo diaz has got is the guy who got me pregnant oh like, like okay, be... he got disappeared maybe 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 palpatine <laughs> like hooked that up right and then right. like disappeared sifo diaz my god <laughs> see this is the kind of off-rail shit yep that this movie like it it, it basically invites right this is how boring yeah. this movie is we it's, have to make yeah. up our own version <laughs> we have to make up the yeah so okay, so all right, we'll get back. Let's. I'm gonna steer us back onto the tracks here for a second. All right, all right. Anakin, a couple of things about this freeing the slaves thing. Anakin yeah. says he had a dream that he became a Jedi and he returns to Tatooine to free all the slaves, but he never does that. Did he just forget about that dream, or was he restrained by the Jedi Order? Yeah, that he doesn't. He never do even that. brings it up again, does he? No, he doesn't. Like he, that really doesn't happen. Nope. The slaves do not get freed. He, Mm-mm. he. <sighs> well, fucking do that. Way to go, Anakin! You fucking slacker, Anakin! You, wow. And yeah, okay, and huh. and. Qui-Gon manipulates, uses uses shady methods to get Anakin freed with yeah. the whole chance cube thing, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't he have used the exact... He's willing to do this. Why wouldn't he have done yeah. that to free Shmi as well? She doesn't have like, to come with them. She could go live in Mos Eisley or something. But yeah. Like, this, but yeah, like, this, this, is a, this, is, this is a moral failure mm-hmm. of, of the Jedi here for sure. Yeah, they're like slaves. What are you gonna do? You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, guess they're slaves. What do you? Yeah. You know, what's what? What? What do you want me to do about it? What am I? What do I have power or something? I what have I, power yeah. over this? I can't. It's not like I can like manipulate somebody's brain and make them free somebody. I, yeah. you know, all I can do is make a, a cube, you know, fall on a specific color and you know make a bet. That's all I can do. Sorry, best I can do is best I can do is shitty shady bet. So, let's take an offer. I have a question for you, though. I, yeah. I do have a question for you. Did you think that Darth Sidious, when you saw this movie, did you think that Darth Sidious was anyone other than Palpatine? No. Okay. My brother, when we were younger, we went back in 99, so this would have been 23 years ago, he tried to convince me that even though they're played by the same actor. And even though we know through expanded universe stuff that 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 the Emperor is Palpatine, right? Yeah. He tried to convince me that they weren't the same person, that there was a possibility that that they some were other, two different people, that it was somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Somebody else was 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 Darth Sidious. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. If, if I, I mean that would have been that would have been a cool twist. Right. Too bad. Sorry, you can't have anything that cool in these movies. You know? <laughs> right. Right. Too bad George Lucas isn't that good of a writer. So, yeah. Here's here's also what I love. Uh, jumping to a different place is that yeah. 
so I think I think you know we acknowledge how cool the lightsaber battle is, mm-hmm. and I'm fine actually just leaving it at that in terms of that because that just it was cool. It was yeah. really cool, and I'm glad with that. Yeah, there was there was stuff surrounding it too. There was a battle on the like, there was like the battle of Naboo Fields or whatever. Right. You know the Gungan fight with the, the Gungan fight droids. I that battle made me hate Jar Jar all the more. I know, right? The concept that, of Jar Jar because more, Jar Jar moral and hardy shit. Jar 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 wrecks half the droid army by just accidentally spilling ammo. Yeah, at the back of a thing. Right. Yep. Like what? Uh, what? <laughs> Come on, that's guy and like and and hey, Gungans, like this is uh, like what the fuck? Because yeah. they have they have things that can make like energy shields. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. for themselves, they can yeah. make a giant energy shield that they can like survive blaster attacks. But they have to literally throw their <laughs> ammo yeah. at, like they, they have to use catapults yeah. and like slings to throw their magic bubble ammo at the bad guys. Yep, that is that is bonkers. I know. That's fucking bonkers. <laughs> yeah, that whole bit in the field. I get he's trying to showcase this is the army that they're going to be facing. It's, it's the yeah. setting up the bad guys for the you know for the for the arc of the prequels trilogy, but but there 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 are better ways to write that man. You know, that, like yeah, why why do the Gungans have to be big dopey dum dums? Why can't they? God, they sucked. Why can't? Why, why God, they sucked. And then yeah. the the even the droids too, like. If your army, if your entire army is dependent on one ship remaining intact, <laughs> and otherwise they just collapse into nothingness, like that's a that's a hole in your strategy. Like that's that's like you know those smart fridges that like shut down if you lose the internet. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the droids yeah. just fucking fell over right when they lost their control ship signal or whatever. Yeah, that's that's. And it's not like you can't have droids that think for themselves. You can. Mm-hmm. They are all over the place. Right. The 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 galaxy is lousy with droids <laughs> that think for themselves. <laughs> it's just that these droids are extra shitty. Right. The droids you send into battle are worse than your like helper droid that does your laundry. Right. That's that's fucking stupid. I can't. <laughs> I can't believe this. Ugh. That 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 has to be one of the dumbest things. That is topped only by their power generator or their their like on the ship when Anakin flies into the hangar. Yeah, the fucking shield generator or the 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 actual like control module is in the hangar. Yeah, if in, you have it, an like, accident, the ship it's, is done. It's and it's in like it's not shielded or anything. No, you can just view. you can some battle droid can sneeze and shoot his blaster, yeah, and take the whole fucking ship down. Some some Nemoidian is having lunch and he throws a tin a, like a soda can into it, and yeah. then all of a sudden it blows up it and blows up the whole your, ship. Your whole fucking plan is blown, it's just yep. shot. Why yep. is that there? That doesn't make any fucking sense at all. No, it's. It, 
It's really fucking stupid. It's really dumb. It, this movie, god damn it. It's dumb enough god that it, it actually makes some of the shit in Rise of Skywalker make sense. Yeah. Like comparatively. It like it, it like pre-excuses other stupid shit maybe. Yeah. Like maybe maybe that's the genius of Phantom Menace. <laughs> is that yeah. it sets the table for other shitty things. Yeah. To exist. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a nitpick about the fight. I, uh, the fight. Pick that again, nit, baby. Pick that uh, nit. You know, the fight, the fight is the best part of this movie, but yeah. it's not. It, there's something that doesn't. There's something that bothered me, even on first viewing. Is that early on in this movie, we see that Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon can speed run. Can they can force run. They can move yeah. really, really fast. Right. Yeah. Why is Obi-Wan running like a normie to catch up? Yeah. Can't he do a force run? Yeah. Why didn't you do your little speed run thing? Yeah. You can be the Flash. Why not be the fucking Flash? You establish it early on. Why not use that again? It's like like they laid that up. This is theater, right? Yeah. They put the fucking smoking gun in the first act, and then they didn't fucking use it. The gun didn't go off. Like, why is it there? Why did you put that in there? You're just to show it off. That's it. You're not going to use it when you need it. That's a good point. That's a very good point. So dumb. So dumb. Here's here's another thing that's not dumb, but also, but I was like, this was this was my last note that I took yeah. about the thing. Yeah. I always wondered about funeral pyres. I was going to ask you about this because yeah, we're on the do same you just, page. Do you just stand around and watch this like? corpse's skin burn off <laughs> yep and then muscles and bones and stuff probably isn't isn't the body like covered or something normally i don't know in a pyre that you stand around Not because it is at, at the I, at the end it was just qui-gon's like mm-hmm. body there in the fire right his hair if wasn't he, burning up either if that he would have yeah i know if you would have stood there long enough you would have seen his skin burn off and then you would see like his eyeballs like melt away yeah and you see his brains boil out of his skull. Right. And you'd see, like, you could just stand there and watch the kind of disgusting destruction of his body. Yeah. Right in front of your eyes. Right. Yeah. Why? Why? It's a ceremony. You know, it's a thing. So it's a, it's, a, it's a whole, uh, you're honoring the dead. You know, you got to watch him. You got to watch him slowly get watch. eaten by fire, you know. Also. That's, yeah. Who the fuck wants to be there? That will smell terrible. Yeah, no kidding. That is going to... And they're not even in like full out in the wild. There's like a... It's like partially enclosed. So they're, like... They're, they're in like a city park in... Right. In Theed, right? <laughs> yeah. They're like, hey, what's the license procedure for burning a body in one of your gazebos? You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Yoda, Yoda, has a, Yoda has a note that says, I can do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and by the way, they're not Yoda and Mace Windu are not even being all that respectful either. They're like, "Hey, so what's up with these fucking Sith guys, huh?" Yeah, yeah, they're like having they're, a conversation. They're not like they're not like in silent meditation watching the body burn. They're like, "Okay, so let's get, let's talk, let's talk shop right now." <laughs> yeah. You know, we need to attend to business here. Yes, yeah. to business during funeral. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I, I think we need to put this to bed because I'm yeah. done. I, I've, I'm done with my notes. I, I I knew I was gonna I knew I was gonna have nothing but ire for this movie for the most part. Yeah, but 
but but we made it fun. I feel like we made it fun, right? Is like, this some fun? Is stuff. this is this movie worse than Attack of the Clones? I think I think narratively this movie is worse than Attack of the Clones, but I think dialogue wise, Attack of the Clones is worse. Yeah, I was gonna say I think I think you're right. Yeah, I think Attack of the Clones has the the piss poorest dialogue. Yeah, like writing just writing as writing. Yeah. But this has the the most the most brain dead plot stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. So just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just from a narrative standpoint, I can't get over some of the stupid shit that they do. Yeah. You know, yeah. like just in from the jump too, like right yeah. away, right away. It's dumb bullshit. <laughs> I mean, immediately Qui-Gon dismissing the trade dispute as trivial. Why are you there then? If it's trivial, yeah. what the fuck well, are you doing yeah. there? What are you? Yeah. Yeah. Just, like they don't even take it seriously. Why the fuck should we? Why should we take it seriously if they're not going to? Anyway, anyway, all right. So this is this is episode ninety-eight. Yes, we are inching closer to one hundred, and the end of of great disturbances. For now, if we decide to bring it back, we can always bring it back. But yeah, next episode we're going to end with a bang, not like literal, like you know. Not like Moss Eisley Knights. Yeah, not like a Moss Eisley's Knights, you know, lightsaber bang. But, <laughs> but, but, but we're going to end with Empire Strikes Back. Yep. Arguably, what people have said. Some people would say this is the best Star Wars movie. Yeah. And we shall pass judgment on it. We will pass that judgment. We will, we will yeah. approach that question. Yes. Yeah. Next time. Next time. All right. Jeff's of the multiverse. We're done. We'll we bid the we bid the adieu. Yeah. Take take care. Thanks for listening to the thanks for listening to our Star Wars porn. <laughs> hey bye. Thanks for listening to Great Disturbances. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Facebook by searching for at Great Disturbances and on Twitter at G Disturbances. See you later!